Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Happy Mama Movement podcast. I'm Amy Taylor-Kabaz. I would like to start by acknowledging the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation on which this podcast is recorded as the traditional custodians of this land and pay my respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. And as this podcast is dedicated to the wisdom and knowledge of motherhood, I would like to acknowledge the mothers of this land, the Elders, their wisdom, their knowing and my own elders and teachers. Welcome back, everyone. On the 22nd of July, 2014, I registered my very first website, wanting to start sharing my story, my research and insights into motherhood, which means it has now been nine years of creating content and for most of that time, creating podcasts both in this podcast and a previous incarnation, sharing stories of motherhood and matrescence from all over the globe. And so I think we often don't pause and celebrate enough in our current culture. And I also know that we have so much knowledge hidden in the archives of this podcast. And so in recognition of that, the team and I are going to be bringing you some micro-matrescence moments over the next few weeks, highlights and insights from some of our episodes that you can listen to. And if you want to go deeper, pop into the show notes and see which episode to go back to and listen. Thank you for being here, perhaps for the last nine years or just for the last few minutes. This is how we change the way we support mothers. Today, I want to share with you the amazing and inspiring Jacinta Tynan. For those in Australia, you might know Jacinta. She is a presenter on Sky News, a columnist and an author of a beautiful book called Mother Zen. About six years ago, she wrote a column, a national column, that caused an absolute outcry here in Australia. She wrote that with her experience of motherhood and her experience of having a newborn son, she didn't find it as hard as everyone said it would be. And I think that's one of the reasons I put it off as long as I did. I was a geriatric mother officially, so 39, <laughs> with my, when I felt, was pregnant with my first son. 
and I was terrified about it. So I wasn't one of those mothers that was looking forward to it and getting the nursery ready and buying all the prams. I was in absolute denial about it. As much as I wanted to be a mum, like mm. it, part of me, there was that there's that uh, part of your brain that goes, yes, I know I want this up here, but my uh, in my heart probably. But then mm. my head was saying, no, this is going to be really tough, but I better do it because I know I'll be, I can learn later. Mm. And then when he came out, so to speak, after 48 hours of labour and an emergency Caesar, which also I think is connected, by the way, to my resistance, but that's mm-hmm. another subject. So true. When he finally came out, I kept waiting for the sky to fall in. I kept waiting for it to get really hard and I was just in bliss. It was mm-hmm. I was exhausted. I didn't have any help. But people hear this and think, oh, she must have had nannies. No, I was doing it by myself and all the things you do. And my baby cried like everyone else's and he didn't sleep through the night. But for me, it's just what I needed. Mm-hmm. It's just what I'd been waiting for and I didn't know that. So I was loving every minute of it. And that bubble of newborn, which is just that giving of yourself to these little beautiful creatures, has passed. And the lessons are so different, aren't they? So what? where is Mother Zen now? Is she still here? I'm just looking for her. <laughs> it's a very different time, isn't it? You can't mm. even compare those two phases. What I think the difference is, is when our babies are babies, they just need us. They just need our presence. And that's what I didn't find so difficult because mm-hmm. that just required us to be present. And it was, a, it was a learning curve. And that's what we say, don't we, that our babies are our greatest teachers. And I had to learn to just be there right now. That's all I had to do, be there through their pain, through their tears, through the, the, the confusion and the sleeplessness, just be there. Any stage in our children's lives, if we get it wrong, we go back and say, do you know what? how the way I spoke to you, that was that was not okay and mm. I'm really sorry. And I love that we can do that because adults don't do that enough to each other, do we? And children are amazing where you can actually go back to them. I've, you know, I've worked this out days later and say, you know the thing I said to you back then on Tuesday? Not that they remember Tuesday, do they? Mm. They never get their days right. Um, <laughs> Uh, that was not actually what I meant. What I meant to say was this, and you can reframe it, and that sinks in. Mm. Wouldn't you love to be able to do that with adults? Oh, absolutely. And isn't that a level of vulnerability and courage that it takes to be able to go and admit that to your child? Because as you said, we don't do that as adults. We don't have much practice going back in and saying, look, I just stuffed that up, and I'm really sorry about that. Um can you forgive me and can I show you what I wish I had said? That takes so much courage and vulnerability that a lot of us really struggle with. We think if we admit we got it wrong, we lose our power. We are those mirrors that everything we do is showing them how to behave. Doesn't that feel really, really heavy at times? And how do you deal with that? I get it wrong all the time. I just have to keep reminding myself, and we all do. And, you know, I always say this too with being the author of a book called Mother's End bears a huge weight because people Mm. think that I'm saying I'm that. I'm not. I'm saying I'm searching for that. So I'm with all of your listeners here searching for this stuff. So I talk from that place, and I get it wrong all the time, but it's just that I love the way Buddhism for Mothers, Sarah Napthali, always says it's, it's the pause you just if you can just remember to pause and i forget all the time but when there's a moment happening one of those moments one of those turning point moments pause before you respond i i just want to take on that adopt that idea of be the parent 
you want in that moment. It's a really powerful idea when your child is acting out or if they, even if they're sad or they need something or um, you think, hang on, if I was them, what would I want my mother to do right now? Mm. And when I remember to do that, because I don't always remember, the answers come. And uh, I find that I react very differently to them in that place. So it means it's quite counterintuitive because I think, I don't know if it's just a thing we do in the West, but intuitively we think, and we're trained like this too, aren't we, to uh, to punish our children and to reprimand them and to take away their iPads and to, pu- and to have consequences. Consequences is a big word and I use it all the time myself with the children. But actually... What I'm learning more is is when the when the kids are mucking up, let's call it that, um, they're just going through stuff. Their emotions are bigger than them, and they don't know what to do with it. They're not. Mani- I hate it when children say children are manipulative. They're not manipulative. They just want love. They want care. They want attention. They want to know they're being heard, and they're trying to learn. That's all they're doing. Meditation is my survival. I learned to meditate when I was pregnant with my oldest, so it's been seven and a half years now, and I meditate twice a day. I do Vedic meditation. Everyone's got their thing, but I highly recommend it. And people say, I don't have time for that. Yes, you can find 20 minutes. You can. 20 minutes passes when we're stuffing around. Mm-hmm. You can always find that time. I did it when I had young babies. I do it now. And it is what saves me. I know that. It's it's what helps me to be present and it gives me that space so I don't always get it right and I lose my temper and I, I do yell, unfortunately. I wish I could say I was saintly but I do yell. <laughs> and I've, I've done things I'm ashamed of and I've done things I wish my children hadn't seen but if I didn't meditate, I'd hate to see yes. what happened but, but to the point where my children will say to me quite often, Mummy, why haven't you meditated today? Go and meditate because they can see when I'm – and I might say to them if I'm being particularly cranky one day, boys, I'm really sorry. I just haven't had a chance to meditate today. My boys have said to me, shall I just add, Jasper, the oldest, has said to me before, Mummy, sometimes I wonder why you had us. You don't seem to want us. Now, oh, <sighs> doesn't that get to your heart? Someone might say, how manipulative? No. What he's reaching out with that is – what he's saying there is reaching out and saying – the way you're always angry at us. I don't know why you bothered. So mm. that is a it's wake an opportunity, up call. isn't it? Yeah. It's an opportunity to communicate differently, to take that moment. See, this is the thing, and you and I spoke about this before we hit record, which is when they switch into that reptilian brain, they will say things and do things that aren't their real self. They'll come from fear and that part of their brain. But the key is, is that what happens is often when they switch into that mode, so do we. So we've had those moments where the house is awful yeah. and we're all yelling at each other and then, yes. but you said this, well, you said this, and don't speak to one of that. And it, it doesn't get you anywhere. And that's what I have to remind myself. That's not working. Mm-mm. So we have to try something else. And if I want to model to them how to manage their own emotions, I have to show them. That's the thing. If we're yelling, they're learning, oh, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I yell because that's what she's doing. Yes. So if we can actually pull ourselves and say, do you know what? I'm actually feeling really angry right now and I'm really hurt the way you're talking to me. But you're not yelling. You're saying it calmly. You're showing them that that's what you do. And you get those beautiful moments. You get the payoffs where they do mirror that back to you and you think, oh, that worked. Yes. Where they'll come to you and instead of throwing the toy, they'll say, mummy, I'm actually really angry that this has happened. And Approach. When, when I'm in the flight of those really big emotions, if only someone could come over and hug me and say, I've got this, I can hold this for you, lean on me, 
this is what we all just need, really, on all levels. And imagine if we could do this for the next generation where they've got these skills. I know, and I always think about as parents where we think we have some right to yell at our kids, hit them even, be rude to them, take things away from them. If we have a friend, if we see another adult that's upset, do you think we're going to turn around and say, oh, get over it. If you don't stop crying, I'm going to take away your iPad. Or your glass of wine. (laughs) Exactly. I was trying to think of a good analogy. But it is ridiculous when you put it like that. And why don't we frame it like that? Our children deserve our respect. And a lot of your listeners would know this, but the frontal lobe of the child's brain is not even formed until they're about 22 years old. So we're not, you can't try and be rational with them. So when a child is acting out, we call it, or trying to express their emotions is what it is, how ridiculous for us to sit there trying to... Now, when you did this and trying to reason with them, they're not hearing that. They're just in reptile brain, fight-flight mode. They're, they're panicking. And so we can't get through to them. The only way to reach them is to reach their heart space. It's the actually the only way. And we're not taught this stuff, which is why we have to go and do our research and yes. why podcasts like this matter. We were brought up by a generation who believed that bad behaviour could be something that could be controlled or disciplined or um, managed. And what I love about parenting in this day and age is that we're learning that it's not a bad thing or it's not something that needs to be changed or squashed. It's an understanding of the developmental process. And if your kid's lashing out, it doesn't mean they're a bad kid. You know, there's generations of people who believed that they were bad because of things that they couldn't control yet. And that just breaks my heart. And if we can do that differently, the world is going to be such a different place. Thank you for being a part of this movement and for listening to these amazing insights and stories of matrescence from mothers and experts around the world. Please know that you can be a part of this revolution by being a part of our Mama Rising Coaching Certification, which is open now and we start in September. Find out all the details by going to mamarising.net and thank you again for being here. See you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.